metronome thing. That's fun. I don't want that. Hey, Frankie. What's up? Man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm fasting right now. Oh, yeah? I haven't How eaten. How long now? I ate last night. had some uh, tacos for dinner. Without the shell, though. I'm off carbs. No, I'm not so just meat I'm off, salad? Off the bread, yeah. The meat. I got the, the avocados. Man, I, I, I bought avocados last week. Hard as a rock. And then all of a sudden, all five of them were perfect. <laughs> so we st- we ate... I got one downstairs. I ate four avocados yesterday. I'm not a fan of avocados. <laughs> I just... I feel like they have no taste to them. I'm just not... No taste. Yeah. No taste. They add... They... they Compliment the other stuff well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's a it's a love hate thing. Um, something you can eat all at once or not at all sometimes. Yeah. Um, and they're loaded with fat too, and that's yeah, what I'm, that's what I'm looking definitely for. Definitely nutritious. Uh, if you're if you're needing calories at the end of the day, go for it. I go for those. Um, I mean, today's our today's conversations about nutrition. Good way to start. My favorite. Yeah. Um, we're gonna talk about. Uh, a couple of different topics on nutrition and this is a nutrition as a whole is it's difficult to talk about because someone's going to disagree with us someone's going dis- to we're going to we might disagree with each other today everyone's had their different experiences with eating habits with nutrition with food they have their own opinions and what we're going to try to do today is uh, get some information out we'll break some myths for sure uh, there are things that are simply not true. <clears throat> and then maybe there's things you're thinking about nutrition-wise that you want to experiment with or try or need help with. And today will give you a little push or some, a little, some answers about that. Uh, and we'll just answer some questions that we hear all the time. Uh, first question, and you brought this up, you, hear it from some, you heard it from somebody, uh, <laughs> are carbs bad? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's your, what's your what's your perspective on that, Frank? I every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, and I, I like have like a scripted answer to it. This goes into the, also the next question, like about you know counting counting macros. Um, carbs are not bad if you know the right amount to eat and what kind of carbs you're going to eat. Carbs are bad when you're just binging on them and you're overeating them or you're restricting yourself from them. Carbs are very important and vital in performance, muscle building, energy. That's that's my personal opinion of it. I tell everyone that don't be scared of carbs. Hmm. Just eat the right amount. So where do carbs come into play? What you talked about performance and muscle building, those are two different things, but where do they come into play? Where do your carbohydrates get used? Why do we need them? So I look at it as carbohydrates are like putting gas in, a, in the uh, gas tank of your car. So also knowing what kind of carbohydrates are supposed to be eaten when. So for example, before I work out, I'll try to use fast digesting carbohydrates, you know, maybe an English muffin, some type of bread, peanut butter, and that, that your body absorbs quicker to be able to use as energy. Whereas after a workout, I'll use more of a slow digesting uh, carb, some type of whole wheat, uh, maybe whole grain, pasta, something along those lines. And it'll give your your body digested over a longer period of time, kind of refeeding your muscles after breaking them down. Whereas opposed to that, fast digesting will give you 
um, that energy like right, right away right away for your workout so that's why you got to know what mm-hmm. kinds what they do that's 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 where people the big misconception is with carbohydrates because if you eat those fast digesting carbohydrates and then you just go sit on a couch that's how you start to gain you know mm-hmm. excess fat from it and things of that nature right because the the sugars and carbs are they they they're sugars right yeah. Um, you, you said English muffins, bread, stuff like that. When you eat bread, there's a process that digests and it turns into sugars. Mm-hmm. Um, different types of sugars. Um, there's the fast digestive, right? Our uh, simple carbs, yeah, simple, right? Fruits, um, breads, and things like that. And then there's the complex carbs. My, my go-to is rice, potatoes, yeah, things like that. Are- oh man, potatoes? Those will stay in your system and they'll give you a ton of energy, long-term energy, really valuable if you're going to run a marathon, not so valuable if you're going to lift heavy, right? And this is, that actually brings up another question that people ask me a lot, you know, what should I eat before a workout? And one, hey, it depends. Do you even need to eat before a workout? Some people do some don't yeah. some can some can't because they feel nauseous and like that's my go-to like do you feel good okay yeah <laughs> let's start there uh, and the other thing is like all right you don't want to eat a big meal and have and have your have your starch and a ton of protein before a meal because you're gonna feel lethargic once your body starts digesting it takes away from other energy systems your the the musculoskeletal system like the physical stuff so having a big meal, then going to the gym, you're gonna slow down. Yeah. Having that little meal, you know, my go-to meal before a, before an event was uh, used to be like wheat toast and avocado. Yeah. Right. That's good. A little bit of good fat, some good sugars because there's a fruit, and then you know the the wheat um, digests pretty quickly. Great meal. Hour and a half, two hours before I work out. Yeah, that's that's like my pretty much like that's like my go-to routine breakfast every single day is like some usually you know uh ezekiel bread or whole wheat toast with mm-hmm. with uh peanut butter uh two tablespoons of peanut butter and that's like and i and i usually as long if i don't have work i work out in the morning so that's my breakfast every day within an hour i'm at the gym and that feels great for me i feel like it doesn't slow me down and i feel like i'm not i'm also not lacking energy because of lack of you know food we we talked about the carbs being good or bad what about fat fat is not what about those those low fat diets yeah fat is not bad either it's the same it's it's all the same concept i feel that your body depending on your activity level your height weight your lifestyle it all needs a certain amount of proteins a certain amount of carbs and a certain amount of fats and you should not in any none of them none of those should be restricted in any way and as long as you are aware of that nothing is nothing will be bad so you just need to learn how to look like portion assess, yeah, yeah assess your lifestyle and what you do and go from there just you need to make sure you're not overeating because that's where the whole concept comes from is people who overeat mm-hmm. or undereat and they go into catabolic state from undereating or they just put on excess weight from 
overeating. <clears throat> they get scared of the word carbs and fat. Um, fat. I wish they would name it something else because I know. I know. the fat that's like on your body <laughs> and the fat that is in food are completely different things. Yeah, it's like one of them is a computer and the other one is an apple. Yeah. Like they're two entirely different objects. The fat that's that that you create that's that's storage, right? That's the fat that's like on your body. That's storing energy. The fat that's in food is a digestive product, right? Yeah. That's something that our body needs to use to digest food. And when we look at, uh, man, peanut butter, big, good example. Ton of fat in peanut butter. Something like nine to 10 grams per tablespoon. You That's know, a lot. You know, it's funny. I had, <laughs> I had a friend in, in college who he, he would justify, he would literally eat <laughs> half, a, half a thing of peanut butter and I'd be like, you're eating a lot of that. And he'd be like, oh, it's healthy fats. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but you know, you don't realize that a serving size is like the size of a tablespoon. Like that's, it's a lot. Yeah. I'm looking at, uh, actually we have a jar right here. Peanut butter, sugar free though. Um, <laughs> that's, that's important. Two tablespoons, man, is one serving 18 grams of fat. And yeah. most people, we, we talk about like portion size. We're going to talk about macros in a second, but most people, um, and even us, like we're higher, you know, we, we compete a lot at different things. We have a higher activity level, 100 grams a day at, on the high end, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, of fat. For me. Like, dude, if I have half of this jar, that's all my fat for the day. Yeah. <laughs> yet, yet, you know, some people will sit there and just scoop peanut yeah. butter out of the jar and then there. they'll eat a steak and I've then they'll there. eat this and I've then they'll there. drink milk and then they'll have a protein shake. Yep. I used to do the same thing. Yeah. That's where we run into trouble. Um, and then, you know, I like, I prefer the sugar free and we'll just go back to carbs for a second. I do want to touch on sugar. Um, sugar is the one carb refined sugars, processed stuff, yeah. look on the nutrition label. And if it says, you know, it always says total sugars. If it says zero grams, you're good. If it says one or two grams, okay. Just make sure it doesn't say added sugars. Yeah. And then look at the ingredients. Most of the stuff, if you can't pronounce it, half the time that's sugar, some type of artificial sugars. Yeah. And the problem with that is they're abundant. There's so much of it you get the sugar included peanut butter, there's more sugar than there are carbs. So at the end of the day, you might end up, or more sugar than fat, you might end up with a thousand grams of carbohydrates in a day compared to, you know, I average 300 to 350. Yeah. That's super high for most people. So the lower our sugar intake, the better. When we talk about good carbohydrates, that's a good way to decide should I eat this or shouldn't I as a carb, Yeah. right? Keep it clean. Um, let's go on to that macro discussion. So do we need to count? And we're, we might disagree on this. We'll see where it goes. I understand. I don't think you need to. I don't think anybody has to, but I'll give, I'll talk, I'll talk about my personal experience with it to begin with was, um, I mean, this is before, even before, even before I started eating healthy, I used to just eat whatever I wanted because I was like, and I'm talking like pizza, burger, burgers, fries, you know, anything. And I would, I thought I could outwork a bad diet. 
I, I, st- I always worked out. I was always athletic. I always played sports. But I just, you know, my performance was terrible. The whole, the whole nine yards. Then I made a lifestyle change, and I was like, oh, I'm going to eat healthy. So I was eating healthy, but still nothing. You know, I still, my body wasn't changing. I wasn't seeing any results that I wanted to see. And I was like, I would, I was kind of hopeless. I was like, what the hell? I was like, why? And the reason was because I, you know, I was having, when I would eat, I'd have like two cups, like two, I would go to Trader Joe's. They have bags of uh, brown rice there. And I would have the entire bag of brown rice because it's brown rice. And I felt like, oh, it's healthy. You know, it's, it's, good, it's for you. good for you. you I could, it's you fine. Want. I would have two turkey burgers, not realizing that two turkey burgers would be like 40 grams of fat right there. And then the the rice, that whole bag, you're only supposed to have half. And it was the full bag was almost 100 grams of carbs. And I would do that like multiple times a day. And, and I didn't realize that, okay, I'm eating healthy, nutritious food but too much of it so then finally i discovered macro counting you know i tried i tried to dabble in other diets but they never they never stuck like i never stuck to them it wasn't it, i i would see that it wouldn't work for me and i would just give up on it and then i started counting my macros and i learned i read did a lot of reading before i started you know i, I listened to people speak about it and I kind of found the balance of where my macros should be at and with my lifestyle, my job and what I do on a daily basis, I saw how many calories I should be intaking and what my macros should be at and that was about three years ago, two and a half years ago I want to say and I've done it every single day, since almost every single day, you know, except my cheat days. Um, Good for you. Every, yeah, every single day since then, I've never stopped. And the results I've seen personally are, you know, are unbelievable in, to myself. Like, I'm mm-hmm. very proud of it. And I think that if I didn't have – I don't have to sit there and always weigh things anymore. I could kind of look at it and get an idea. Even if I don't want to track for the day, I got so used to it that I could get an idea of what – how much that is because of my experience with it. So, so the question, do I need to count macros? I don't think you need to, but I think it's nice to have an idea of what your body needs based on your lifestyle and everything so that you could assure that you're not under eating and you're not overeating. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing about like, you said you ate more than you had to at one point. Yeah. Whatever you don't use gets stored, yeah. especially carbohydrates. What, What's great is eat enough and it'll use up everything, yeah. right? We use the carbohydrates for energy, quick energy. The protein is next. It gets used to recover, to build the muscles back. If you have too much protein, whatever's left over will get stored as fat, physical fat. The fat sources are energy for the the micro processes, brain function, things like that, digestive function, and in longer durations, actual physical energy. Um, I agree with that, 100%. When you start, when you need to understand how much you're supposed to eat, it's really valuable to start counting and tracking. What I like to do though, and this is just experience with, you know, working with people on nutrition. They ask this question first all the time. 
should I count macros? What, what should my macros be? Like, I don't know. Yeah. How, how could we know? Yeah, I could do a calculation. That's, the, that's so easy. And if you want, you could go on Google, type in macronutrient calculator. <laughs> you enter your body weight, your age, your uh, roughly your activity level, your body fat, and it'll, give, it'll burst out a number. Yep. I could do that for you as well. Where that's helpful is if you need to, if you know exactly how to do that. Yeah. And I, I'm impressed that you've been able to count um, consistently for years because it's, it takes discipline and it's annoying. It, it, it's tough. <laughs> I say, I, every time I tell someone, like when they start, I'm like, listen, the first seven days, it's going to be such a pain. Yeah. But now I, I don't even realize that I do it. And I, I sometimes, most of the time, I even do it the day before. And I'll, I'll just, I'll know like what I'm going to have mm-hmm. and what I have room to still eat for the next day. It's, it's, so, it's second nature by this point, yeah. you know. Whenever I, uh, whenever I hear that question though now, like, you know, what should my macros be or should I start track, tracking mac- macros? Like, well, where are you at? Have you done it before? And if the answer is no, the first thing I'd prefer people to do is with a notebook, just write down what you eat, right? Take, take a notebook, breakfast I had this, this, and this without even measuring it. And then have them look back at it and say, is that too much or is that too little? What do you think? Uh, probably one or the other. All right, let's fix this. Let's do this instead of this. So we start to fix habits more than the, you know, going all in. Now, some people, you know, you, me at one point, a lot of people can be given numbers and say, all right, I can, I can look at a nutrition label, measure it, and know exactly how much I'm supposed to eat and do that. A lot of people don't have the time or the, the need for athletes hundred percent they should be counting and tracking what they eat because what goes in is is in the long run going to directly equate to how they perform if you're trying to reach a certain aesthetic goal absolutely you should be tracking you should be keeping a really close eye on how much and how often you're eating for people who are looking to lose weight it would be much easier to adjust the food choices and the frequency before the specific volume. For people who want to just eat better and feel better, it would be, it would be the same thing. Food choices would be a much, much more of a priority. Um, I also think you can count macros for a little bit with the, with the goal of never having to do it again. Like, I know that one handful of, you know, ground turkey is 21 or so grams of protein. Three ounces, four ounces is 28. I just know that because I study this stuff. Also because I know that I shouldn't have three. I should just have one, right? I should have about this much of that, about this much of that. And if I eat too much, like, all right, I won't do it next time. Does that make do you agree with that? I agree. And and you brought up a good point. This is actually what I tell people. It's a little bit different than what you said. I tell people a lot and I did this myself. Um, when you first if you're going to start like you said to write everything down and look at what you eat and you know, that's that's like kind of what I tell people, but I've helped people. I've set up the you know, I help them with their uh, set up the percentages, the macros, their lifestyle, the whole 9 yards. And then what I say is, all right, you're not going to start today. Tomorrow mm. morning 
you're going to start logging, but you're going to log how you eat normally. You're mm-hmm. not going to, you're not, and then at the end of the day, you know, you, I'll have them send it to me, show, screenshot the nutrition, where you are at, like at the end of the, like how you would eat any other day, where you're at with your protein, your carbs, your sugar, and your fat. And let's see what you're overeating. Let's see what you're undereating. And then we could go from there and mm-hmm. we could like, all right, well, maybe have less of this in the morning and maybe, you know, may incorporate this more. So I do that. That was yeah. like a very good point that you brought up. I do agree with that 100 percent. Right. That's a great way to do it. And let me just ask you this. Um, when you say that, when you tell people to do that, do you believe them? Do you, be, do you believe that they're being honest with what they're tracking? Uh, yeah, I give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But most because uh, most of the time, like I'll tell people to do this, something similar and they'll change everything about it's like this is not a normal day for you come on yeah like are you really eating this clean (laughs) you you cleaned up your diet in 30 seconds like you had a pizza yesterday be honest right yeah so do you like do you see that that correlation but they they show it more to me along the process of with whether they keep it up like i've had people that have literally you know they can't they should send me progress pictures and like their their macros throughout a period of time and the changes in their body is amazing mm. and then I have people that kind of just I don't you know I hear from them for two weeks and then they'll stop yeah re- checking in I'm like alright they probably weren't too honest with me from the start right know? so they have some other work to do yeah if uh, we do have a nutrition coach here Chris and we we're gonna get him on on this for another conversation and he does the same thing and he requires several days of logs before they have a consultation. I think it's five days or seven days. Because, and this is going to go into a great discussion on discipline. You know, what happens uh, What happens on Saturday, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Calories don't count on, on Saturdays, right? Um, it's, it's, more, it's more valuable to see the big picture. Like, what is your week look like? as far as habits. Like if you start tracking on a Wednesday and we meet on a Monday to go over your logs, we're gonna see some trends. We're gonna see that you did really well up until Friday afternoon and then you went out for drinks with your buddies. Or then you ordered a pizza you know, for your kids and you had a couple of slices. This is what we tend to see. Um, is that such a bad thing? Uh, all right, so with anything in this type of topic, Come sacrifice. So, am I gonna sit here and tell you it's all right to eat fine uh, Monday through Thursday and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday just binge? Listen, I mean you could do it, but if if you're going for a specific goal or anything along those lines, um, I don't think that's gonna work out. However, it's gonna hurt. It's yeah. definitely gonna hurt you. However, and I do it myself. I do this weekly. One day does not make or break you. Um, I have one day a week usually. I'll usually put. I'll usually have six, seven days in between where I until I do it again. One day a week where I just binge and I, you know, I just eat all. The, I don't track for the day. I don't even open up the app, and I start my morning off. And I don't like go out of you know for like breakfast. I don't unless I have unless I was craving something. I usually I'll crave one of. The, I mean I'll plan one meal throughout the week. Like all right for, for on my next cheat day for dinner I'm gonna do this or for breakfast I'm gonna do this. But I'll pretty much, you know, I'll snack throughout the day if I feel like it. I'll eat as normal as I could. And then, like, at night, I'll kill a pizza pie. And then I'll have ice cream for, for <laughs> dessert. And then as long as you get back on track, right, the next day, just start off, like, how you were all week. 
it's not going to hurt you. But if you wake up the next day and it's, you know, it's Sunday and now you're like, ah, well, I just ate like that yesterday. And I, you know, I, I'll just, I'll start again tomorrow. That's how you start building that habit of uh, getting out of the routine of it. And then you're going to start hurting yourself. But now one day, and you know, even if you go on a vacation and you're, you binge for a few days on vacation, nothing is, it's not going to make or break you as long as you get right back into it and don't make a habit out of it and keep pushing it back. Well, that's, that's the discipline. And, and you used a word that I'm going to argue, and I'd like you to start using a different word. Um, the, the word cheat meal, man. In, <laughs> yeah. in what other thing is cheating okay with you? You're right. You're right. You're right? right. Okay. You cheat on your spouse. You're fucked. <laughs> right? You cheat on a, on, a, on a test, right? You don't feel so good about it. You cheat in a workout. You don't count reps. You would never do that. So okay. why cheat your diet? Good, good, good. The, the reason why, man, because the next day you say, yeah, I had a cheat meal yesterday and you feel guilty. It's, it sets in guilt. It's, an, it's a negation. Um, as opposed to that, dude, like you're working your ass off. Treat yourself to a good day of food. Treat yourself to that pizza once in a while and then get back to the work yeah. because you know like you're not feeling guilty anymore. And it's as simple as changing that word. There's nothing else that we cheat on that we feel, can feel good it. about you know? yeah, I like that that's a good way of looking yeah at it. man um, it comes down to discipline though and this is this is hard this is a question we get asked a lot you know I want to go out with my friends I want to do this I want to go on vacation how can I stick to my plan when I'm when I'm on vacation or when I'm doing these these fun activities where food and alcohol and things like that are all around me so how do we get that discipline how did you get it do your best Honestly, do your best. Like, if you, so, what, what do you want to touch upon first? Going out for drinks, or you want to go out? You want to go on vacation? I mean, because they're two different. They could happen. Two, I mean, yeah. Let's. Would, what we can talk about the drinks. I'll talk about the vacation. Right. So for drinks, listen. Like I said, you know, if you're if if you want to have a night out with your friends and you just don't want to, you know, as like I said, as long as you go back to normal the next day, I don't think it's a big deal. Just enjoy yourself. If Let's say if you really want it, you're like you're really that committed that you want to make sure you don't overdo it or overdo it too much. My advice would be to you. Let's say, let's say you know in the morning you're gonna go, you're going for a burger and fries with your, but uh, you're going to watch the games. You're gonna have a burger, fries, and a couple beers. Let's just say you know at night, go in your logging app and log mm. that meal ahead of time. So now you have. This is in the morning. Now you see, all right, well, at night I'm going to have this amount of carbs, this amount of fat, and this amount of protein from my burger, fries, and beers later. And then, you know, go, and then you see what you could still have for the day, and you go about your day that mm -hmm. way. That's like the best way to do it. You might, you, it's going to be hard. You're going to probably starve yourself all day <laughs> if, you, yeah. if it's that excessive, you know. But if you go over a little bit, it's not, it's not yeah. anything to kick yourself for, you know. I like, uh, you know, that's a great point. What I like, you know, walk into your party, walk into the bar with your friends and say, guys, I'm having three beers today. That's it. Because, you know, you know that the next morning you're going to get up and go to the gym, yeah. right? You got that planned because you're meeting your other friends. Um, when you log it already, I love that idea, man. When you log it, it's real. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm committed or uh, at least this, to this point. Yep. And then when you start telling everybody, Hey, dude, can you just cut me off at three? Yeah. Cut me off at two. I'm, nah, I don't want those fries, right? 
make, give yourself some limitation, not too much. Yeah. Because we are human. Um, if I wasn't doing the, the 75 hard thing, man, I, I love having a, having a beer. I love wine. Yeah. My wife and I would drink wine often. One glass, right? And I still get up at, and go to the gym the next day. Yeah. Feel good about it. Um, if you're going on vacation, it's easy. Plan it. Plan it out. Nothing changes. I just went away. Um, first thing when we arrived, uh, we went to a, a re- uh, supermarket and picked up food. Every hotel has a fridge and a microwave. You can do something about that. Yeah. Airbnbs have yeah. a stove. Like we more often than not will stay in an Airbnb and cook breakfast when we're there. Yeah. And sometimes dinner. Save money. You you stick to your diet. Plan everything out. It's so important to have a plan. And I'd say this, if you want more discipline and if you want to stick to something, vacation, going out for drinks, you know, celebrating something, have someone to keep you accountable. Like be, make sure somebody knows that this is the most important thing in your life, your goals, and let them know what to do when you go off, off the path, right? If you have an accountability partner or a friend that's going to knock that, you know, that extra beer out of your hand or take it for you, (laughs) then, (laughs) hey, that's going to help you. And you might feel weird asking somebody to, you know, order food for them. Order this for me when we get there because I might make a stupid decision when I see the menu, right? I'm going to want those, you know, that extra order of the appetizer. I want that extra, you know, slice of pizza. Have someone else do it. It's going to be fun either way. Um, I think that's a great way to to get discipline. Let's finish up with with diet selection and... uh, I want to start on fasting, intermittent fasting. Well, one, you, you mentioned macros before as like a diet choice. And um, macros, I, I would not consider a I diet. I look at a lifestyle right? It's more of a, it's, it's a tracking method. How are you sticking to your diet? Yeah. My opinion on diets though, every single person is, a, is different, right? Yeah. Size, shape, anatomy, all that stuff. And what you like. Right. Yeah. So, how could you possibly do the same thing as someone else? That's just my opinion. Um, there are some standards, though. Right. There's some things that we want to stick to. Are you going to go low carb, high carb? Well, what do you need? Mm-hmm. Are you going to go low fat, high fat? Are you going to fast or not? Things like that. Um, what are some diets that you've heard about? And um, keto. Yeah. Uh, Fat, intermittent fasting. What there was their name for? Remember that? the Atkins diet? Oh, that was, oh, like, that was the one I was just. Gonna that was just you. low carb, yeah. high yeah. protein. Is that the same as paleo? No, paleo was another one. Paleo whole thirty. That's another yeah. one. Um, yeah, all good things. Yeah, all they all have their place. Yeah, if that's you know they all have something. I like. They I feel like they all have a purpose, but not all. They're not all the same purpose. If that makes sense. Right. Gonna... Depends on your goals. Yes, so, yeah. so like, like, you mentioned keto before. Like, what is the purpose of ketosis, the keto diet? To use stored fat as energy as opposed to carbohydrates putting into your body. That's that's what essentially what it is, right? Partially, okay. yeah. That's partially it. I don't know too much about it. I, I never... 
Yeah. I never experimented with it. Like, yeah. never tried it. Keto's interesting. When, when your body is in ketosis, and this is difficult, and, and keto is the hardest diet to do right because you, you, have to, you have to literally do a blood test every night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need a, you need a keto monitor. Um, I think you could also do it with urine. I'm not, I don't remember. Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> that I know. Right. Um, ketosis is a state that your body enters when there are no more carbs to use. Um, it burns fat at an exponentially high rate and utilizes all the fat. So it goes from using fat for only some functions to now using it for all functions. Where it has its benefits is in um, chronic disease and health. And I remember watching this documentary. I got to find it and I'll post the link uh, about, I, th I believe it was somebody who, had, who was autistic, nonverbal, went on ketosis and started speaking. Wow, really? The thing with fats, they are they prime a lot of the um, they they prime your muscles for um, they by reducing infl inflammation. Carbs increase inflammation. Fats decrease inflammation. And the more you have, the lower inflammation. The more smooth processes become. So some things some things are stuck in the brain, right? They allow your brain to function at a more optimal rate. So for those purposes, keto is amazing. If you are morbidly obese as well, geriatrics, the best option, um, in my opinion, until a certain, up to a certain point. Then we need to introduce carbs because we have to start building muscle. Yeah. And the, the carbohydrates fuel, mus fuel muscle development, muscle uh, stimulation so that the protein can build it back up we need to be able to do that yeah um so there's there's a balance to both it has its place it's not a permanent solution yes and yeah. i know athletes that have tried keto and had great experience with it except they have limitations and that's where we draw the line yeah right so what are your goals exactly right you argue against it a little bit yeah you for someone who wants to perform really well in the gym and maybe build some muscle, I would not recommend keto. Yeah. Right. And then there's people who do it, do it all wrong. Like they, they you know, there's people who know exactly, like you said, you got to really be on top of it. And there's just people that are like, they're like, oh, uh, today have I'll have salad <laughs> and, and a shake and I'll be good. And it's like, uh, no, that's not how it works. Now you, now you enter what's called catabolic state, and now your body's actually going to eat away at your muscle and preserve your fat because it goes into starvation mode mm. and thinks you're not going to feed it. Well, that's when you're just way under calories, yeah. right? You ever hear someone like a, especially women, sorry women, listen, sorry <laughs> girls, you're, you're not eating enough, but like, hey, yeah, I had like, I had like 700 calories. I'm like, how are you alive right now? <laughs> I, was, I was telling you, and it's not, it's not, you're not wrong. I was telling you um, when I worked at GNC, I was at GNC for two years. A lot of people, what are those programs they would do? Um, I, I don't know. There's a lot of women, what are the popular women programs? You know the names of them? I forget. Like uh, fitness programs? Yeah, or like the, or the diet ones. The Weight Watchers Yeah, thing? stuff like that. Yeah. So a lot of them would come in. Well, Weight Watchers has a lot of similarities to the zone diet and to counting macros. Yeah. Except 
it's way too restricted that's, on the carbs. That was what, yeah. or, or calories in general. Calories, they would, they, yeah. Women, they would tell me they'd come in. It was, there was, it was not only women. There would be some men, but for the most part, I would get a lot of women that would come in and they'd be like, yeah, so I lost 10 pounds and now I just stopped. And mm-hmm. now I can't lose any weight and I'm just at a plateau. And I, my first question would be, what's your diet like? Well, I have a shake in the morning. For lunch, I have a salad. And for dinner, I'll just have, you know, like a little snack. I'll have nuts or something. And I'm like, that's like 700 calories. You're, you know, you're, you could fit in another. So what happens when you have so few calories? What you're, happens in your body? So what, what's going to happen is you're going to lose. You're going to see. And this, this is what you see. You'll see the number on the scale going down. Yeah, you're going to lose weight. But you're Quick, not. You're really not, quickly, yeah, too. You're not losing yeah. the weight you think you're losing. You're losing muscle. Your muscle and is water. like and yeah. water, yeah. Your muscle is like the first live organ, that, uh, the first live that will deteriorate. That will deteriorate. Sees your body uses that immediately because what happens is it's like it feels like you're restricting it and it's not going to get food. So what's it doing? I'm keeping all this fat here, and I'm getting rid of that muscle. I'm going to keep the fat because he's not feeding me, she's not feeding me. So you're going to lose ten pounds of muscle, and then that plateau. Is all your muscle gone, mm-hmm. and now you're just stuck with fat? And that's why people would preserve, uh, would present with like a, a catabolic look, which is more of like a loose look. It's not you're not defined. You're skinny not, fat, yeah, right? Skinny, skinny fat. fat. So that's and and then that's where you need to. <laughs> There's a plateau to that. Yeah, every time. That's where the carb, where mm-hmm. you kind of want to start introducing yourself to carbs more or mm-hmm. fats more, depending on whatever diet you're doing. And then there's so many variables with how many calories you need, right? One, if you're heavy, right? The heavier you are, the more, the more calories you need because your body is using more calories to move your body, yeah. right? A 300 pound dude needs like 4,000 4, calories a day. Once they start losing weight, however, they, they, they need to adjust that accordingly. So for the people who, hey, I lost 10 pounds and now I'm stuck, like, all right, so now we need to change how much you eat. Yeah. And sometimes it's you need to eat more as yep. you lose weight. The more active you become, the you more you got to eat. Yeah, like that, I, I eat I eat like thirty five hundred calories a day. It's absurd. More it's too is much. not always worse. More <laughs> is not always worse. Right. Sometimes less is actually. Sometimes less is worse. And and it and my always answer is it depends. Yeah. It, we have to we have to track the data. We have yeah. to look at it objectively, and see like all right, where are you at? Where do we need to go? And let's trial it. Let's yeah. test it out. Um, and as far as other diets like Paleo, Whole30, these things are great. Um, where where I like them is they they eliminate the unhealthy crap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you're health focused, which is my main focus at this point in my life, you know I stick to a mostly whole foods diet. Yeah. That's Not Whole30, Whole Foods. Like, you know. If you can read all, if you understand all the ingredients and they make sense, and most of them come from the earth, I love hey, the idea. Of that. That's great. I, I used to love the idea of the paleo. Like, yeah. if 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 they could find it in the Stone Age, then it's good. <laughs> it's good. To right. Eat. We're that. We're. I mean, at this point, though. Yeah. Well, well, two two things. Like, one, human beings have evolved. That's it. Like, we've evolved to our environment. We've been we've been eating grains and and wheat for the last ten thousand years. Mm-hmm. So prehistorically, no. But in the last 10,000 years, we're doing okay. We can eat some bread. Yeah, yeah. Right? Here and there. You can eat some rice. Um, what, what we do want to look out for is the processed stuff, 
Exactly. Right? Yep. So with every single diet, my one recommendation is just cut out processed foods. They're not doing you any harm. Yep. Stay to the outside of the, the supermarket and you're, you're doing okay. Yeah, stay away from the chip aisles. Anything, anything, and not anything, but you know, a lot of things packaged you want to stay away from for the most part. Yeah. Um, what else, Frankie? Any other questions that, that we've got uh, that we could answer? Um, what can what can you think of? I think we've talk, covered a lot I of think topics. We covered everything. We went into a rabbit hole. Yeah, we, we can we can continue we can in a going. rabbit hole. <laughs> and you know what? When we get Chris on here, uh, nutrition coach, I'd like to hear his. Input. He knows the science of this stuff a lot better than I do, and can weigh in on a lot of more in, more specific points to certain people because mm-hmm. he's had all kinds of clients. A lot of people here at Thrive that, that he's worked with have seen amazing results from people that are gaining weight to people that are losing weight and people that are putting on muscle, people that want to perform, go on stage. He's worked with everything. So he'll, he'll be able to answer a lot more. Uh, we didn't get to talk about the supplementation. That's something that, honestly, we could put it off. We can wait. It's less relevant. Um, you got to square away the diet before we right. get to that. <laughs> and, and you know what? That's, that's where it would end, the conversation would end up anyway. Yeah. Like we both have our opinions. Um, before you start supplementing, eat real food. Yeah. Don't look for any. Yeah. There's no easy solution. Eat right. And, and then you could talk about supplementation yeah. and what supplements. I, I heard a quote once from Ben Bergeron. For those of you who don't know who he is, uh, Great CrossFit coach, gym owner, um, brought several athletes to the CrossFit Games. And his quote on nutrition was simple. Eat real food, not too much, mostly veggies. You got it. You're good. Um, I think that's a great way, to, great way to end it. Yep. Anyone who has questions on nutrition, we'll put a link to schedule with our coach. He is going to help you no matter what. Get to where you want to go. Um, and then ask your coaches in class. We are always here to help. DM us, do what you gotta do. That's it, thanks Frank. No problem.